You're listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. Join your host, Pascal Fintoni, for what promises to be an exciting and intriguing voyage of discovery filled with advice, stories, and film marketing ideas. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on with today's episode of the Film Marketing Academy podcast. Bond 25, no time to die, delayed three times by the pandemic. And I've had a few rants. I've even produced a video saying, for goodness sake, release this film on video. Don't make us wait another six months to see this film. Um, Having seen it on the big screen, I was wrong. I admit that. It was well worth waiting to see it on the big screen. But before we discuss it, we should watch the trailer. So here it is. Fate draws us back together. Now your enemy is my enemy. How did that happen? Well, you live long enough. Harder to tell the good from bad, villains from heroes these days. We used to be able to get into a room with the enemy. Now they're just floating in the ether. Loves you. Did you know that? What is it? You don't know what this is. Is she one of them? I don't know her at all. When her secret finds its way out, it'll be the death of you. James Bond. We both eradicate people make the world a better place. I just want to be a little tidier. I met your new double O. She's a disarming young woman. Have you ever flown one of these things before? Nope. Don't do this. There will be nothing left to save. When you're ready. You're late. One nice evening, please, before the world explodes. Oh, fantastic, Pascal. I I, I still have goosebumps and shivers down the back of my spine seeing that trailer. And tell me, was it worth the wait? It was worth the wait, but it was a very long wait. Uh, As you mentioned, we actually talk about Bond 25 in episode two of yep. the Two Geeks and Marketing podcast. That's taking us back to July 2020. 
at that time it had been delayed because the release was meant to be November 2019 then it got pushed to April and by the time we recorded episode number two we knew that it'd been pushed to November 2020 and you and I were reviewing the marketing campaign of the time and actually we had lots to say around the choice of posters and trailers and some of the interaction they had with the fans on social media but then it carried on to be delayed and over and over again. But I'm guessing that I saw the movie on, let's say, the small screen. I got the Blu-ray from for, for Christmas. But I'm guessing that you've enjoyed the big screen experience because this clearly, I could tell, was filmed for the big screen. We know that they shot this using IMAX cameras in addition to the 65mm span of vision. Yeah, I mean, it was it was gorgeous. <laughs> it was absolutely gorgeous to see it on the big screen. Uh, I mean, we've already had a discussion about this in the green room, and the the, the color palette of the um, film, um, the the treatment, the scenery, the action sequences, the sound design. You know, it was immersive. Um, I mean, I, I've been critical of a lot of films over the last decade that I just think are too long. I, you know, I find that a lot with the Marvel movies. You know, they they seem to have to be at least an, a two and a half to three hours long. And and when I first saw that the Bond, this Bond film was two and three quarter hours, I thought, oh no, please don't go there. But it holds your attention all the way through it actually uses that time perfectly and i never felt at all that there was any padding it all added to the story and yeah i was on the edge of my seat for the whole running time when i was in the cinema and i don't even think i needed a loo break it was so enthralling you know i was sat there for the whole time now i enjoyed the movie thoroughly like you the storyline and i loved because this is a first as well i love the way in which all five stories all five films are linked and you are rewarded as a fan literally making reference to the first one the second and, and so on for me not only were we rewarded in terms of a very cohesive story with daniel craig at, at the center there was also the many references and nods to the previous 24 bond movies yeah, I mean, I love that idea of being able to try and spot the references to the, the earlier films. And, and of course, there are people out there who are even geekier than us who have actually put together YouTube videos pointing out all the references. Now, I thought that I'd spotted quite a few, uh, but there's a YouTube video on there that goes through it. And there are just so many I hadn't spotted, you know, even down to, you know, a split second scene of two scientists um, in a corner, and they're wearing the same sort of suits, um, protection suits, hazmat-type suits, that Dr. No was wearing in the film Dr. No back in 1962. And it was literally on the screen for about two seconds. That level of detail and that level of homage to the past is just phenomenal. Uh, and I think it all is in and around the, the end of, of, of the series. Now, there will be viewers and listeners who have not seen the film, so... We're not going to talk about the story much more, but I will kind of present to you the the case that this could have could have be the most talked about James movies in the franchise at this point. Now it's number twenty five, so you can play a lot in and around the the hooks and and the spins. This is the last with General Craig. We know that this is also the conclusion, as we mentioned, of a storyline that started in two thousand and six with Casino Royale. 
It has been delayed at least three times officially and four or five unofficially. It has certainly created a lot of press in and around how much it cost MGM in millions of dollars wasted in marketing. Particularly, we forget that, in, in the Chinese market, which is huge for them. There was obviously the, to- the, the talking around Danny Boyle being replaced by a lesser-known movie director, Kari Joji Fukunaga. Uh, however, there was no need to worry because the resource is just exceptional. It was also you know, one where five days after the world premiere in London, Daniel Craig was made an honorary member, commander of the British Royal Navy to echo, obviously, the um, James Bond title. But we also know more recently that he was awarded the title of Companion of the Order of St. Michael and St. George in the Queen's New Year's Honours list. It also recently became the best-selling movie of 2021, Blu-ray, DVD and downloads combined. It's not bad, is it? Not not bad at all. And what I love about that New Year's Honour, and we seem to have talked about New Year's Honours quite a lot today, um, is that that is the title that James Bond had in the Ian Fleming novels. So they've actually given Daniel Craig the actual um, honour that the fictional James Bond had in the books. And I just love that little touch. I think that's fabulous. So what we think about the marketing... When I began reflecting on it and researching it, my concern was, have they used up pretty much everything they had in their arsenal? Because there was the 2019 campaign, because I mean, it yep. was meant to be released. Then there was a 2020 campaign. I'm thinking, well, what's left for them to, to do? Uh, you and I mentioned, you know, they, they can't just recut a trailer. They can't just throw some new poster. They have to do something a bit different. And I suppose where there was a slight um, you know, misjudgment on my part was, in fact, they don't have to do much because they can just piggyback on the effort of the last two years. And all they have to do is stay the course. And I think that's probably a lesson in there, Roger. Instead of inventing a third campaign, that might take people by surprise or take them on a different journey. You just build on it. Now, as a reminder, you know, no time to die. You and I wanted to go and see it <laughs> many, many a time. And we are thinking that as well, it was supported by multitude interviews and featurettes on TV, radio, and so on. It all started, as in this year's campaign, started in March 2021 when Billie Eilish won the Grammy for the song, No Time to Die, the theme song of a movie that no one had seen yet. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's remarkable that the song, I mean, it did pretty well in the uh, charts as well, I think. Um, but the song being out effectively for almost two years before the actual film, I mean, that that's just the way it turned out. But uh, I guess it was there in the background. And interestingly enough, you know, um, I teach this um, musical version of yoga in fitness clubs called Body Balance. And that song, No Time to Die by Billie Eilish, was one of the tracks that we right. got way back in um, in the middle of, of 2020 uh, and in fact i recently brought it back um you know it, uh, so it, uh, i was using it two years ago i thought oh i'll bring that billy Eilish song back now that the that no time to die so that sort of almost set a set a post in the sand didn't it and and they could build upon the stuff that was already out there so maybe they they didn't 
completely come up with a, a another campaign, a third campaign. They really just built upon the foundations that they'd already put in place. Indeed. So then you move into April. The bad news is of we won't be able to release you know the movie. We need to push it again. But also it was followed very quickly on the twenty sixth of May, twenty twenty one, where you and I actually mentioned that in in the news segment of this show, mm-hmm. Amazon purchasing MGM. And then yep. suddenly people got to, got to be worried. Um, well, actually, there was two things. Either you were hoping for No Time to Die to be shown on Amazon Prime, or you were not. But Barbara Broccoli and Michael J. Wilson, the, the, the two that steering the project, stated formally that this will get a theatre release worldwide. Just have to be patient. Yeah, and at the time, I was very cross about that. I even did a video <laughs> down at the harbour saying, for goodness sake, just release it on on uh, pay on demand i want to watch it in the privacy of my own home and i think they probably it, it was the right decision pascal i think to to save it um and and launch it on the big screen because it has been phenomenally successful and then of course the blu-ray has followed um, and the, the 4k Indeed. version has sold so well and we mentioned it, it was filmed for the big screen and they were right to stick to it. So then we move on to the summer. On the 31st of August 2021, the final international trailer is released on the official 007 YouTube channel and across social media with two strap lines. The wait is over and every mission has led to this, which I thought was yes. very thrilling. Yes. And there was also a series of podcasts that they put out as well in the run-up to the release, which isn't as well known it's worth it's worth worth searching it out because there's quite a lot of information in there not only about the story and the actors and the and the um and the filming but you know just the process of putting a film like this together um that that's a nice little binge listen that you can go and find if you want it true and they took the decision to make it a limited series so i I believe that the last one was published more more recently it's not going to go on forever and I think it's almost like something you could take pleasure in finding for yourself. So from August, we're moving on to September. And of course, on the 10th of September in the US and a few days later in the UK, the teaser trailer to announce that the box office has open. Go and get your tickets. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I've never... I've never ever bought a ticket for a film well in advance. I used to just buy it on the day I go to see the film. But again, it's a nice temperature check isn't it to see what the level of demand is going to be for it and uh i think straight in there we went to see it within a couple of days of it being released yeah so of course vastly covered by the media of all forms to the world premiere in london and what a premiere that was i mean i watched it and be feeling quite (laughs) quite envious but uh, a part of the the pr push as well wasn't just um look at us we're having a premiere and all the right people are there. But this is also um, the uh, kind of event for the James Bond charity benefit world premiere. And mm-hmm. this has been one of the most successful fundraising activities where they had raised over 1 million UK yeah. pounds for different charities. And that's been one of the most successful kind of uh, fundraising event uh, for the franchise. Yeah, and of course, the actual day that it finally came out was the 30th of September, which is almost two years later than it was originally intended. Oh. So when do you remember what date did you go and see it? I think we probably went on, 
Um, it was the Saturday before the sixth of October, so it would have been the day after it was released. We went on the we went on the first of October. Yeah, uh, you were because we recorded a podcast a week later on my birthday, and you said to me, "Oh my God, I can't wait for you to see the <laughs> movie because I need to talk about it with somebody else." Uh, you mentioned that the podcast. Um, obviously, we, we almost had with No Time to Die a post-release push. You know, you had to do that. So on the seventh of October, yeah. a day before my birthday, the um, Apple TV exclusive, which I think is an interesting one. You know, again, working with brands like Apple TV. So only available on Apple TV, discover the untold story of Daniel Craig's 007, the legacy in a special retrospective. The title was being James Bond. So there is a teaser um, version on YouTube, but the full version you have to wait for maybe for the rights to be released to all the streaming platforms if you don't have Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it didn't take long in the end for the Blu ray, the, the DVD, mm. and of course, the download versions to come out. Um, I mean, there was a campaign promoting collector's editions and, and this, that, and the other. But finally, finally, the Blu ray and the 4K and the download versions came out on the 20th of December. Now, again, I, I think back to that video when I was having a rant in the middle of um, 2020 saying, just release this on on download. But, you know, I would encourage anybody who's not seen this at all, go and see it at the cinema if you can, so you've got the big screen and you've got the surround sound. But if you can't go to the cinema, I would encourage you to actually buy the Blu-ray or the 4K version because downloaded films as good as they are they always compress the audio don't they pascal and the audio suffers as a result of that compression whereas with the dvd blu-ray 4k version you're always going to get the full sound experience and again that's well worth paying that little bit of extra for if you can and we did that sandbar wasn't full <laughs> i can tell you uh, and the images were just so clear and neat because sometimes actually you've been there i've bought some blu-rays and particularly with dark scenes you know the contrast is just too much you can't see anything yeah. this looked absolutely beautiful so that the, the rendering has been exceptional um they kind of carried on keeping the excitement going till the end of the year so on on, on christmas day they had a um, kind of lovely animated Merry Christmas message on mm -hmm. social media using the the dots that we saw on the opening credits, which are actually is an echo of the Doctor No opening credits. And then there was also a unboxing day for thinking about maybe families getting together. You could access the 2021 Christmas quiz on the official Bond website. I had a quick look. It was bloody hard, I tell you. I, I consider myself <laughs> a fan, but there was many things I didn't know about the Bond universe. Oh, that's interesting. And of course, this year, 2022, will be the 60th anniversary uh, of the release of Doctor No. That's right. I can't believe that. So wow. just wrapping up, you know, to a point that the marketing review on the on New Year's Day on the 1st of January across all official social media, the um, the message was this year we celebrate the 60th anniversary of the James Bond series. Watch out for announcements, events and new content across 2022. So they're going to obviously keep up the pressure and keep up the uh, the momentum. Ag again, I think that this the lesson you learn here is that marketing takes time and yes they had to delay the product uh, but the marketing couldn't stop 
and and I think that we should learn from that and it's being tenacious but it's also about building upon the foundations that you put down and not totally reinventing them which is what they did here that's what I did uh, and you and I could cite examples from all the other film marketing, marketing campaigns and so well, what about this what about the other and what I will say is yeah I think that their marketing campaign is very much a push type of marketing campaign. There's not a great deal of interaction with the audience like we've seen with other um, blockbusters, but that's their decision, and, and they stuck yeah. with it. And and for my part, if as an audience I've had to literally contend with three different marketing campaigns every single time with three different kind of executions and, and maybe look and feel and tone, that could have been just uh, tricky. Here, what I had was, admittedly, uh, it really had to be very patient, but a two-year-long campaign where they just went back and revisited. They got um, everybody from cast and crew involved in different things. And I will say, from a point of view of inspiration, I would encourage people to really check out the official 007 social media accounts and just observe what they do across a month or two, and you would learn a lot of interesting tricks from them. So to finish off, Pascal, would you say it's the best Bond movie that they've ever made? No Time to Die? No, I, I will say that for me personally, um, Skyfall still, you know, for me Skyfall is 10 out of 10. This one's maybe 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. What about I you? Mean, I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, one of my all-time favourites is um, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. We've reviewed that before in film marketing. And, of course, without giving away anything about the plot, there are some lovely musical cues and callbacks in No Time to Die 2 on Her Majesty's Secret Service. So that, to me, tied those two films together very strongly. And... Maybe on Her Majesty's Secret Service is still my favourite, but this one is definitely in the top ten. Definitely in the oh, top for sure. ten. And I would agree with you that it's probably a, a nine out of ten. Skyfall, I think Skyfall was had a few flaws as well, but I think I, I agree with your your scoring system there. <laughs> so <laughs> that that that's that's absolutely spot on. So I oh it's is hasn't it been good? to talk finally about No Time to Die. We really have gone through all of those episodes of the podcast. We talked about it in episode two, but of course we hadn't seen the film. And now finally in episode 63, we can talk about wow, the film. 63, yeah. So all of that work that we've done and all the reviews and all the content spotlights and the marketing tech and apps have gone under the bridge and finally... No Time to Die is in our sights. Everyone, thank you so much for watching and listening to the first Two Geeks in a Marketing Podcast episode of 2022. We do appreciate you listening. We do appreciate you watching. We would appreciate if you were to give us some feedback, give us some comments either on the YouTube channel or you can look for us on Twitter. But until the next episode, please do go out there and make sure that your marketing is done right. I was Roger Edwards and he was Pascal Fintoni. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. For more information about our film marketing consultancy and training services, go to filmmarketingacademy.com and book your free discovery video call. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow your host on social media for more updates. 